0: The Taupo Volcano Alert Level has been raised to Alert Level 1 for the first time. But it's not the first time there's been some seismic jostling in the area, so why have they raised the level now? Dr Finn Ilsley kemp at the University of Wellington knows all about what's going on underneath. Kia ora Finn. Evening Ken. What is Alert Level 1? Is it at the bottom of the scale or the top?
1: So the bottom of the scale, um, well, zero is the bottom, which means there's uh, no um, elevated activity, and one is just a minor unrest, so it's just the the first step on that scale.
0: And how far does it go?
1: So it goes to five. Um, So uh, level one is minor unrest, and level two is um, what's termed major unrest, and then above that are... um, different levels of eruption. So three would be a minor eruption and, and increasing in size beyond that.
0: And what was the reason for raising the alert level? Yes,
1: yeah, so it's an interesting one. And, and so the, the alert level was set by GNS, the Volcano Monitoring Group there. And um, as they said in their statements today, um, the, the main reason is that we've been seeing elevated earthquake activity at Topor since about May this year. Um, and combined with that, we've been able to detect... Um, ground deformations. So this is literally the ground inflating at Taupo, and so those two things in conjunction are telling us that the volcano is a little bit more active than it normally is, and um, that's the reason that they've raised the alert level today.
0: It's, some, it's something called a caldera volcano. What is that?
1: Yeah, so Taupo is one of two active caldera volcanoes we have in New Zealand, and um, the other one is Okataina, which is further to the north in the. Um, in the in the lakes region, um, and a caldera volcano is very different to um, what we typically think of, something like Ruapehu or Ngauruhoe. And um, these volcanoes are um, formed from very large eruptions. So the the um, eruption that formed Lake Topor happened about twenty five thousand years ago, and it was so large that it emptied. You can literally think of it as emptying out the ground underneath the surface, and then the ground then collapses in to fill that void that's left behind.
0: I see. So it's not like the co- the cone of a volcano. It's a collapse that's gathered water. The the lake itself. Exactly. Yes. Uh, I see. So what's been going on there under the waters in the lake? You know, what are the underground processes that happen with active volcanoes?
1: Yeah. So Topor is what we call a rhyolite volcano. So that's um, the type of magma um, that uh, is active in this volcano. It's very sticky, um, very viscous. Is what we call it. Um, And uh, a volcano like Topol, we think, has a long-lived magma reservoir that's beneath the surface. And when I say beneath the surface, I mean about five kilometers below the ground. This is way, way below the lake, which is only a couple of hundred meters uh, deep. And so that system is, we think, active for a very long time, sort of tens of thousands of years. Um, And occasionally um, magma can get through that to the surface and and, um, erupt.
0: The key message here is, though, we shouldn't be too fearful. An eruption isn't very likely.
1: Absolutely. An eruption is very unlikely, in fact. The um, overwhelmingly most likely thing to happen next is that either this unrest will carry on for a couple of months with some maybe some more earthquakes, and that's something people should be mindful of, um, and then it will just die down, back to uh, um, background activity. And this is what we've seen... Um, Often. um, And the the main reason that the alert level has been raised today, as opposed to um, past instances when similar activity has been happening, is that, firstly, we have a much better understanding of Topor as a volcano, and particularly these types of um, unrest activity. Um, And also our monitoring has improved much more so that we can get a better picture in kind of real time of what is happening at Topor. Whereas in the past, that information would have only been available um, after the event.
0: Good to hear. Thank you very much, Finn. Thank you. That's Dr. Finn Ilsley Kemp from the University of Wellington.